This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and you are listening to The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you on as we dive in each week. We've been really focusing on things and how we can help to help find inner stillness and peace, how to really get connected back with self, how to find peace through the storm, get into the eye of the storm, and so much more. There's been a lot happening in the world. Some of the world's starting to come back to normal. Some of it hasn't yet. And so wherever you are listening to this, I'm excited that you're on and we can dive in and go deeper and, and really grasp and get the pulse of what's happening. I'm not going to get too deep into COVID. I, I, there's a lot of things that I do. I spend probably about an hour a day on researching COVID, what's happening, the trends, looking at the patterns, um, the stories, and just trying to make my own, you know, 
opinions um, and taking the facts and trying to figure things out. At the same time, I'm also getting the pulse of where people are. What's the fear meter? I wish we had one actually. Um, but what is the fear meter? What are people worried about? What is what is the thought processes of people's life? And so this is kind of the, the you know, going away, focusing more on people. And this is also in business. So if you're an entrepreneur going, ah, this is not for me, stay tuned and listen, because this is stuff you're going to deal with in your business. These things come up in every fashion and form just because it's not in the business realm. Doesn't, it may be in a business realm because of this, but if it's not affecting the business, but if you're going through this, this is just another example of how it plays a role. These are things that happen in life and they happen in every sector of our life and they always show up every single time. I shared a post about who looks forward to the dark times in their life. And a lot of people were like, no, I don't look forward to them, but I embrace them when they come. And I was like, you know, it's a great, great way of sharing that. And I should change my verbiage around where when the dark times come, who embraces it? Right. Because in life, you're going to face dark times, guys. This is life. This is you may say, oh, I know life is hard. Life is no life's not hard. Um, there's nothing hard about life. The only thing is, is things that we consider to be hard is just time consuming. You know, maybe you don't understand something, so you have to spend more time to figure out how to learn about something, right? I remember when I was in chiropractic school, a lot of people, you know, students sometimes would be like, and my, my classmates sometimes would be like, oh, this is a hard topic or this is a hard subject. And I'm like, nothing's hard in life. It just takes, it's all about timing, right? When you think about developing a space shuttle to take us out into outer space, uh, to create one, it's not hard, although you would think it is. It's really just timing. And so it's how you view and how you look at words and how you change the way you express and share the story will determine your outcome and what you experience. I know for myself, when this all started to happen, I said things in my life are going to massively explode. Things are going to happen in ways I never thought possible. Things that I thought would take years are going to happen fast. The reason why I said that is I wanted to change my verbiage to not look at this as something bad, but look at this to be something great. I've been through Rocktober 2008, 2009, where I had uh, an investment property that we had my, my parents and I had to let go because of the market just totally not doing well and so forth. Um, I've been through H1N1 and what that did and what, what the, the fear was behind that, Zika behind that. I've been through these different times. And the reason why I brought up the October part is, is because back then I had a thinking like, oh my God, people can't do this. I remember when I first started my business, oh, people would tell me, y'all, people can't afford it right now. They're just struggling financially. The economy's not back yet, you know, and this and that. And I would believe into that story and that narrative. Right. And, 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 it, and, it, and it showed up in my business. And there's a lot of reasons why um, I had to go through the journey that I went through. But in this time of my life, it's a whole different ballgame. It, it, I see it in a different perspective. I see it in a different light. Now I look at things and I'm like, okay, how can we help people? Right? People are stressed. See, I'm not getting into my own world anymore. I'm looking at the world and saying, how can I be someone to help? And this is why my podcast has been the way it's been. Um, if you've been a big follower and listening to it, subscribe for a long time, thank you so much. If this is your first one, thank you. Like it, share, review, let us know what you think. Um, it really helps us for other people to discover and find the podcast. It's one of the things that, you know, understanding that these things are going to come, but it's how you perceive it, how you define it. In one of my books called um, Rediscover Your Greatness, um, it was in the chapter three, I talk about how words are the fabric to reality and that really how you define things is what you experience. I used to do this in health all the time. Didn't even know I was doing this 
where I tell people that how you define your health is the experience of what you're going to have. So for example, if you think not being sick and you know not having pain is considered to be healthy or having good you know blood work to show no disease and that's considered to be healthy, well then you're going to fall in that paradigm of what that means. Is it the best? I don't think so. But you're going to go into that paradigm of living that life where all of a sudden you're going to be very reactive, right? How many times does someone have great blood work and then three, three, three weeks later, three months later, they're diagnosed with stage four cancer or they have a heart attack or you get what I'm saying? This happens often. And so that's that reality. Then you can say, well, it's me eating well and moving well. Okay. Then there's that reality that you're defining. Um, and so how you define things determines your reality of what you're going to experience. So I bring all this up for a purpose. And that purpose is, is that, what are you going through right now in your life? How are you seeing the world? Have you lost faith in humanity? Do you think that it's just going to be all downhill from here? Where are you at? And I want you to take an inventory with yourself and really ask those questions. Where are you at with everything right here, right now? Because you want to see where you are, and then you want to feel how that feels. Okay, You want to feel those emotions. Because it's going to give a gaze to let you know if you're in the line with your higher purpose or you're not. Again, in one of my, my first book, I, this is, I talk a lot about this, where it's all about aligning yourself. That when you use your emotions as a, as, and I do this on my online programs, when you use your emotions as a, as, a, as a way to guiding you, it will always tell you where you are. It will always tell you where your thinking is. It will always tell you if you're true on the path of where you need to be. Because your emotions, even though they react off your thoughts, but your emotions are your guidance system to your intuition. You'll get that feeling, and you have to train yourself with this, but you'll get that feeling. This is what I talked about in my second book called The Walk in the Dark, where I talk a lot about the intuition. How, you gotta, how do you find that? What are things that are cues that let you get there? And how do you know you're in tune with that? Because there is this grand design. You know, you call it the soul's blueprint is what they, people call it. And what that is is before you came into this world, you, your archangels, your guardian angels, your uh, ascended masters, your, your spirit guides, people who are family and your soul family, you designed a life that you as a soul wanted to experience. And then you pulled in the people who were going to help you who had similar paths where you can learn from each other. To help in this experience. I know this may sound crazy. There's a ton of books out in there. If you want them, just email me and I can tell you which ones that are great. Um, but it's one of the things where your journey then, it, you, know, you chose every step of the way. One of the things and the most powerful thing that guides you along that path is your intuition. Your intuition is always connected to the soul. And so it'll always guide you and let you know where are you at along the path. And so that is something that you want to practice. This is a great time to start developing that. This is a great time um, to really take a moment and, and, and to feel your emotions and understand where am I at. A lot of times your mind's going to fool you and think, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm very positive. I'm doing great here. Yeah, everything's good. I feel awesome, right? And you can go down that path and trick your mind to think that. You're telling yourself a story because you over and over and over, and you're telling other people over and over and over because you don't believe it. I learned this at a very young age, and it just took me time to practice it though, where the one who speaks less is usually the one who's being, in a sense, um, like if I say something and I'm coming from truth and I'm coming from my, my essence, it's not gonna be a long, elaborate statement. 
I do that a lot. If you notice, I do like to talk a lot um, because I like to give a full round picture of everything so you can grasp everything. But in the end of the day, though, like if it comes to, hey, am I really being, do I have fear? Do I have worry? Well, let me see. Am I trying to tell people and persuade other people that I'm not worried? Am I trying to tell myself that? Or is it just me, right? I remember, you know, I'll share a quick story on this. I remember, so growing up for me, I grew up with a lot of drama. And it was just drama all the time. Nothing could be like easy. It was just always drama, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to go into all the details. But when I finally was like enough of the drama, I was done. I was sick and tired of it. 18, 19 years old, I was just done with the patterns of drama that I wanted to pull away. And as I was trying to discover myself when I went to school at Arizona, um, one of the things that I was, one of my good friends, he was one of my best buds. Um, Every time I would come back, I always tell him, less drama. I don't have these issues. Look at man, I'm not doing it. He'd be like, dude, look at your actions. He's like, you're still creating drama. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. You know, look what I'm doing here. And he's like, dude, you, you're still creating drama. You haven't changed. I'm like, no, don't be saying that to me. I go, I've been changing, dude. I'm really improving. And all I wanted was a little credit of the changes I was making. But he was trying to show me the overall picture that I haven't really made that many changes. Like, I'm just choosing different things and persuading myself. And it wasn't until I actually, man, I didn't pull away from this until probably 27, 28. He passed away at 20, when I was 25. And, but I'll, I'll never forget these conversations. It used to drive me nuts. But at the same token, he was there being a, uh, someone to share with me and make me realize that you can't talk your way out of this one. And when I really understood that lesson, it didn't happen until a little later down the road, I started to realize that I have to be careful. And it started to make me be more mindful of what I'm talking and trying to persuade to create an image that I'm not, um, I need to do the work. And what I started to realize is I wasn't talking much anymore. I wasn't like saying, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to change as a person. This is who I am now. And that's the end of it. I would say that to myself because that's all I needed to tell myself. And so the message I'm trying to share with you is that when it comes to a change, sometimes you have someone who you can, who's your accountability partner that you want to let know because I have some friends who I would let know and they would check in from time to time. But at the end of the day, I was making the changes that I needed to make. I didn't need nobody's opinion. I didn't need no one to tell me if I was right or wrong. I was going to do the journey on my own and I was going to figure it out. And I was going to figure out how I wanted to get to that level. And as I played around and practiced with this and trusting my intuition, it always guided me along that path. And I've grown so much in such a short period of time from that process, rather than saying, who do I need to be now? Here's who I am. Because I was resisting a lot. So I want you to be aware of these things. This is a great time to take an inventory for yourself and really look at where you are, your thought process, your emotions. What are you paying attention to? Are you getting a lot of arguments on Facebook? You know, what are you doing that's distracting you um, and pulling away? And how do you feel? If you're not waking up every day feeling excited and energetic, even with everything going on, then you're allowing your external circumstances to control your internal. You choose happiness from the moment. That's why I don't like happiness because happiness is really an external period. You can be extremely happy in one moment and then get a phone call and it can totally take it the other way. But inner joy or bliss, that is things that come from within. And so you've got to find that joy and bliss in everything that you do. Um, what is that? What does that look like? How are you playing with that in your life? And how are you expressing that? How well are you willing to commit to joy and bliss? That's a big one there. You know, when it comes to changes and things you want to do in your life, how well are you ready to commit? Do you need help? Do you need someone to guide you along the path? Do you need a coach or some mentor, someone along those lines? Look at the full picture and see where you're at and really take an inventory. Focus on your emotions, 
and let me know where you're at with everything because it's one of those, well, not myself, just let yourself know because it's those things that are going to make the big change. And if you need support along the way, shoot me an email at drvick at powerurelay.com. I'm always here to help support. Um, you can also reach out to us you know, on Facebook and Instagram, direct message us at Dr. Vic Banzo. I'm always here to support any way I can. And until next time, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Be safe. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is DrVic21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.